Howdy, my name is Jacob Herleman. I'm a seminarian for the Diocese of Austin, and I'm here today to give a brief little reflection on the readings from today's Mass. That's Monday of the fifth week of Lent. <clears throat> so we have in the first reading from the book of Daniel, the story of Susanna and the two elders and their false condemnation of her. And then in the gospel from St. John, we have the story that I'm sure we're all familiar with. That's the story of the adulterous woman and uh, Jesus' encounter with her specifically. So in both of these readings, we have these themes of justice and mercy play a very, very prominent role. Now, oftentimes we can think that there's a, uh, a false dichotomy between the two, that if you're just, then you can't be merciful, and that if you're merciful, then you can't at the same time also be just. And for there is a certain amount of truth in that, um, especially if we're just looking at that on a human level. But we'll get to that in a little bit. So in the first reading from the story of Daniel, uh, from the book of Daniel, excuse me, the story of Susanna, we have justice on full display. Everything that happens in that story is just. It is all according to the law. Those elders got what they deserved, which is, after all, what justice is, giving someone their due, what they deserve. They had falsely accused Susanna, were fixing to condemn her to death. Then Daniel steps in and says, hey, let's pump the brakes here. You know, let's take a deeper look at this situation. Turns out that they were both lying, and therefore they themselves incurred that penalty of death that they were fixing to inflict on poor Susanna. So now we fast forward a little bit, couple, a uh, few hundred years to the New Testament. Enter the aspect of mercy into the story. Enter Jesus Christ. Enter the incarnate God into the scene. Now these Pharisees, they are just in condemning this woman because she had, in fact, broken the law, the penalty of which is justly death. Now, they go before Jesus looking to trap him because he has a fair, uh, fairly sizable crowd gathering around him now. And they want to, you know, make, try to trip him up, you know, try and give themselves something that they could use against him. So they present this dilemma uh, before him where if, where they force him to choose. They say, this woman should be stoned according to the law of Moses. What do you say? Now, pure mercy would mean if Jesus responded purely mercifully, then he would say, let her not be stoned and therefore disregard the just law, disregard the law of Moses. Now, he doesn't do this. On the other hand, if he had been purely just, then he would say, let her be stoned. Which would contradict his own words because he came to save the lost. He came to get that one sheep from the 99. He came, like we read in the Gospel of Luke, to proclaim release to captives, recovery of sight to the blind, and to free the oppressed. In the person of Jesus Christ, in God became man, is the perfect harmony between, between these two seemingly opposed virtues, between justice and mercy. And it's in this last line that Jesus says that we have in this gospel here where this really, really comes out. And I think it's important that we all take time today and just sit with this line. 
That line, of course, being when Jesus is speaking to the woman after all the Pharisees have left. He tells her, neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, do not sin anymore. Now, it's easy to focus on either the first half or the second half of that. The first half being a more merciful statement and the second half being a more just statement. Now, as I was uh, preparing for this little reflection, I stumbled upon some writings by St. Augustine. And he, I'm going to more or less quote him here uh, in his reflection on this um, <clears throat> regarding this line. He says, therefore, the Lord did condemn, he, but he condemned sins, not the person. Because if he had supported sin, he would say, neither will I condemn you. Go live as you want to be secure in knowing that I will deliver you. However much you sin, I will still deliver you from all of punishment, even of hell and from the tormentors of hell. He did not say this. Now that's all from St. Augustine. Now we need to pay attention to both parts of these lines because in the first half, we can't fall into despair. We can't fall into despair looking at heaven, looking at all the saints, looking at God, and then looking at our own lives and realizing that we are woefully imperfect. Because Jesus Christ is telling each one of us, neither do I condemn you. This is a beautiful invitation. God is giving his mercy continuously to all of those who ask for it. On the other hand, we do not know the hour of our death, especially nowadays when life seems to be so uncertain with this virus going around. Now we have time to change our ways. We have time to love him more, to love others more, but we don't know how much time we do have. So therefore go and sin no more. And in these last days of Lent, in the situation that we find ourselves in where we have more time to reflect and pray, to be in solitude, not isolation. We have an opportunity to look into our own hearts, to see what is in need of mercy, what is in need of change, and present that before God so that we may be healed. Thank you for joining us for this reflection. Please know that the seminarians of the Diocese of Austin, all of us, are praying for you and all your families. And please feel free to share this podcast with anyone you believe might benefit from it. God bless all y'all.